Hey y'all, and welcome to Culture Cult, where we are one podcast with 197 countries to explore stories and history from. I'm your host, Marie, and this week we are doing travel stories. So that's when you send in your best travel stories to be read aloud, and we hear from guests on their favorite travel stories also. So send in your favorite travel stories to our email, culturecultshow at gmail.com. And remember to comment, rate, and subscribe to the show. Cheers and enjoy. Hey, y'all. So today we have on Delel, my best friend and roomie from college and kind of cousin in a far off and weird and confusing way. So Thank welcome you. to <laughs> so welcome to the podcast. Well, wow. thank you so much. Yes, this is me, also known as Lel. Lel, yeah. So it's your first time on the podcast. We it tried is. the other day. It was a fail. It was a fail. Um, well, okay. So we were trying to do it on Zoom, which is, we're doing Zoom right now. And then Delel. Oh, we have to tell them. No, yeah, no, tell. Okay, you tell, because it happened to okay. you, honestly. Okay, so we were on Zoom. Everything is fine and dandy. You know how you pull up the Zoom when it's a launch, like launch the Zoom link. So I did that, was talking about an hour later. I go back to that launch page and I see it. And there is a person staring at me, staring at me. Actually, excuse me. No, she's not even staring at me. (laughs) She's shaking her head in disapproval. (laughs) And so, yeah, thank you. Without even thinking, I just closed out the window instead of figuring out if that was an actual human being looking at me or if it was an ad or if it was a, a scam. It's so scary because I set up the meeting. So I was a host and right, it only said me and Delel were on. And then she paused and she said there was another, a blonde girl on Thank our you. Zoom shaking <laughs> her head. We were talking about like some animal at the last. Oh, uh, the aggressive seals, the aggressive seals in South America. There's seals in South America that are so aggressive. That's what we were talking about, right? No, we we're talking about the snakes. The cobras or something. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I'm breaking a a news story here. There are (laughs) seals in South America that are so aggressive that they actually bully and then eat alligators and snakes, pythons. Wait, how do they bully? They are a group mentality, just kind of like killer whales. They literally bully the shit out of the alligators and the snakes. They eat, they eat pythons, the seals. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. I just realized what you said. No, I don't think. You How do they fit them in? Is it like you a group meal? You need like- to watch this on YouTube. Type in <laughs> South American aggressive seals. They are about seven feet long. Oh. And they don't even eat them for, I think they eat them for fun. It's not, it's like how we eat snacks for fun. That's, it's fun for them. I mean, how do I, I mean, if we get to do it, you know. I know, but it's actually really scary. That's the animal I'm most scared of now. Seals? Yeah, that seal, <laughs> that specific seal. So I don't know. I don't know what about the dick conversation or the South American seals, but she was not approving. She was disapproving. <laughs> but also rude, like rude bitch. Say something. If you're going to, you. if you're going to listen in, have an opinion. I know. I think I'm just going to let this Zoom link go on and on and on until I can find her again. It's on a, it, when she said that I got nauseous. It's as if you were seeing a ghost. Mm-hmm. It's that feeling when you told me that you saw a person on our Zoom I felt that yeah. nausea in yeah. my stomach and I was, and we were both freaking out. And I felt it too. I mean, except it was a human ghost. So we went over why we couldn't do it the other day and seals, but this is a travel story episode. So this is when me and a guest will go over a, a story that happened to us. And then I will read out a story that a fan wrote in. So perfect. this story happened, I guess it was about, oh, I think seven years ago. But 
crazy. I know. I know. So today we're telling two stories resulting in a trip somewhere. One being a breakup story that a fan wrote in and yeah. And then the second is what we experienced while on a cruise ship spring break a couple years ago, seven years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Let me say that again. Seven years ago. (laughs) Okay. So we went to college at Alabama and I know. (laughs) No, I'm trying to, let's keep this podcast positive. Uh, Alabama is, they have a great football team. Boom. Positive. Okay. Okay. A great Indian food there. Oh, yeah. Some (laughs) sitar. (laughs) Sitar was the best Indian food. Literally. So there you go. If you visit University of Alabama, you can do those two things. So I used to work at a hibachi grill in college where the job was seriously chaotic. It it was, I don't know if you've ever been to a hibachi grill. It's it's chaos. Serving in a hibachi grill is chaos. You are serving about 20 people per table and they all show up at the same time and they're all just teenagers. It's hell. Mm. But I made a, a huge group of friends there and we all decided to go on a cruise for spring break to the Bahamas. And I was like, well, Lel, do you want to come on? And she I said, was like, yeah, yeah. it was great. <laughs> <laughs> 99 is my game. And it was so much fun. We had unlimited food, unlimited alcohol, hot tubs. I got super seasick. Oh my gosh. And Adele got carded for getting ice cream. Oh my God. Every freaking place. Just everyone going on a cruise ship. Please beware. If you watch the show Gilmore Girls and you know, Kurt, Kirk, 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 Kirk. you know, Kirk from Gilmore Girls. This was the ice cream lady. Okay. Everywhere I turned, she was at the bar. She was at the coffee shop. She was at the sushi bar. And then she was at the ice cream bar. So there was nowhere I could go that was safe. And I don't know why she was on my ass, but every time I went to go order something. She'd look at my, you know, you have to have ID cards on yeah. the cruise ship. She'd look at my ID card and she'd look <laughs> back at me and she'd look back at my ID card <laughs> and she'd look at me and she wouldn't ever, sometimes for the longest time, she wouldn't say anything. She would just look suspiciously and I'd, I'd be like shaking. I'm like, I just want an iced tea. I'm like, please, there's no alcohol, whatever. The next time I'm like, can I please just get to the bathroom pass? Whatever. She hated me. Can I have a towel? She just hated me. Well, the last day, I go and I'm like, Marie, I'm like, let's go get ice cream since it's free. We might as well. Let's go yes. So we did. We go get ice cream. And who's there but Mrs. Kurt. <laughs> and she, this time she looks at my ID card. She looks at me and she goes, oh, no. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? No. And she was like, no, this isn't you. And I looked at her. I was like, ma'am, this is me. I, literally this is literally me. me. And then I looked at Marie and I was like, I don't know how much more I can explain to her and explain that this is who I am. Like, how do I tell someone who doesn't believe me that actually this is who I am? You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I, how, how else could you? Right. Like if it was a it's my fucking day, face. Like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're right. It's, it's a funny. cruise ship card with your goddamn face on it Thank for you. ice cream. And yes. it's funny because she was holding up the line just by fucking with you. And I guess a picture in there, my hair was straight and I have really curly hair. So I was like, <laughs> I remember being like, I have curly hair. I use a blow dryer. Honestly, I don't know what her issue is. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we had, we had some issues with her and I got super seasick the first night. I, I was, apparently I was literally white. <laughs> you were like against the wall, like, I, her, I, like hand spread against the wall, standing with, as one with the wall. And she was like, I can't do it. 
I'm actually very dramatic when I get sick, but I really was sick. Anyways, we were having a really, really great ratchet time. At some point, I remember we were on this like little island. Everyone's just doing their thing. Everyone's being calm. Mm. Me and my friends walk in and we are playing like fucking screamo or something. Awful music, blasting hard metal. And I don't know if you remember this, but Shelly was Uh in the ocean, like flipping herself around. And then we are blasting this trashy metal music and there's families all around us. And then, oh, this is on the beach. Yeah, Chance gets on the chair and starts dancing aggressively and he falls off the chair and headbutts our friend Yi. I remember, remember that. that. I remember that like a soccer ball. Yeah, I took a picture. <laughs> he, oh my god! Oh my god! So we were just being so ridiculous. It, again, just everyone's just trying to have a nice family vacation, and there's our group playing screamo and headbutting each other. Um, Thank you. You should party with us. Anyone, anyone who wants to join, it's a good time. So that is our story that we experienced together, and now we have a fan story that. It's a breakup story. I know. I love reading these stories. So this is a breakup story. Bit different. Okay. Okay, Starts. I spent the later half of 2017 and early 2018 in a very codependent situationship. I was head over heels for this boy. Let's call him Jimmy. Jimmy didn't feel as intensely as I did. That sucks. I personally have been in that situation where I've been head over heels sick in love and it wasn't reciprocated. And Mm -hmm. it's truly the worst. Yeah. I feel like that hasn't happened to you. It definitely has. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. When I was in college, you know, and I had, I mean, it was a few different times. It was like, I liked them, but like, I actually didn't like them. You know, mm. I still was like obsessed with the fact that like, I knew that they hated me. I knew they didn't like me and oh. I really liked them. <laughs> oh, so you like the chase. You were, you're like, oh yeah. I want to make you chase. not hate yeah. me. Oh yeah. But as soon as they started chasing me, I was like, Bleh. That's, that's a thing that doesn't, yeah. that's not how I work, but there are yeah. a lot of people I know that the minute that they get the thing they want from that person, they are grossed out. That was me. I don't grossed out. Grossed out is the exact right that word. It is so yeah. interesting. Cause I was, yeah. I was different. I was like, be my boyfriend, be my boyfriend. I didn't even know what boyfriend was, but I was like, you've got to be my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was, I don't know which one's worse. Uh, but, um, I was like, be my boyfriend, be my boyfriend. <laughs> you you want to be my boyfriend? Fuck no. <laughs> like, <laughs> not at all. I'm like, there's I so know, much the, whiplash. The psychological torture. Yeah. Can you imagine if finally was like, fine. Okay, fine. I'll right, date that girl. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and then she's, she's like, like I, ew. Yeah, I'm like, ew, you want to date me? I'm like, what makes you think? Like, what's wrong with me? Anyways. <laughs> well, that's I what I'm saying. That. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This story should be relatable for most people. Unless you just have only had healthy amazing relationships okay so but jimmy entertained the dynamic because he and i found each other soon after moving to la and along with two other close friends the four of us were absolutely inseparable i'm talking we never spent a moment apart outside of work i barely slept at my own apartment anyways that's happened too with me jimmy ended things with me in april and i was in such pieces that my first instinct was to flee the country I remember FaceTiming with my childhood friend who lives in Ireland and asked if I could come visit her for a week or so, but her due date for her dissertation was very close and she had, it was under a lot of stress. Mm. So Japan suddenly popped up in my head because half my family is from there. I remember clearly thinking this could be my crazy story that I tell the rest of my life. So I'm a bit of a drama queen and I booked a very cheap flight to Tokyo the next day. 
And I called my uncle to cow who lives in Nagita and he was more than happy that I was coming even on such short notice. Mm -hmm. Luckily at the time I was assisting a fashion photographer and we just wrapped up a huge project with nothing major on the horizon. So he was okay with me being far away for a week or so. The next day rolled around. I called my Uber to the airport and I felt weirdly numb as if I knew this was just a dream. Lo and behold, the Uber driver happened to be a native Japanese speaker, which served as a great refresher since I hadn't practiced speaking the language in years. And he also had a ton of Japanese candy and snacks. Yum. I know. I love Asian snacks. Oh, totally. They're so weird. Well, not they're not weird. It's just weird because I didn't grow up with them. Very good at correcting yourself. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's what it's about. It's not about making mis- not about making mistakes. It's about correcting Correction. mistakes. Yes. yes, but you're exactly right. They look so good. That's why I watch it on ASMR. Oh, you do? Just oh my god, yes. I love going in the, the Asian stores and being like, "What is this?" And then yes. eating it and be like, "I love it." My favorite thing about traveling is honestly the snacks. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I do is go into a like, convenience store and be like, "What y'all got?" Ah, that's. That's a great thing to do. I should do that more. What are like some Palestinian snacks? If I were to go there and try. Well, I haven't been to Palestine since 1999 and I was like four. So don't remember their snacks, but I do remember that the spice that actually a lot of people are kind of talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. They sprinkle that. I mean, Zafat is on everything. So like chabiz or bread or like a bunch of different things. You can like dip your bread into it with olive oil and all this yeah. stuff. But I remember when we went to McDonald's, they had Zathad on the hamburgers. That where? Yeah. Like on the bun? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember oh. like it being in it. <laughs> I remember I was like, no, it doesn't work. But uh, that's a good question. I should ask what kind of snacks they have there that is, that's different, like chip flavors. Mm. Hmm. I love snacks. I actually realized when I grocery shop, I only buy snacks. I don't know how to cook. All I do is buy snacks. So that's what my favorite thing to do when I travel. So that's awesome. Yeah, she was an Uber and they had Japanese snacks and he let her eat it as much as she wanted. She said it seemed like fate. When we got to the airport with very little traffic and customs and security all went smoothly. I'm on the plane now waiting to take off and I feel nothing. About 30 minutes, we finally take off. As soon as we leave the ground, the holy shit hits me. My crazy story is happening right now. What the hell did I just do? She had to shit. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I've had this moment. Oh, yes. <laughs> the holy shit. Okay. I don't mean to break the story again. You know, we're transparent on this podcast. I'm going to be yeah. transparent in my life. <sighs> okay. So when I was leaving Mexico city, when I travel, sometimes I get super constipated because I feel like my body's like, where are you? Yeah. And so we get to the airport, Mexico city, we get there two hours early. My ex-boyfriend's poor uncle, he dropped us off on the domestic side not the international side. So we are waiting in 45 minute line. We get to the front. They're like, oh no, 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 no. You need to be over there. So now we have 45 minutes to go to the other side of the airport. And that's when it hits me. Oh no. That's when it hits me. I literally- The holy shits. The the holy shits. (laughs) I almost started crying. I'm either gonna holy shit or I'm going to get on this flight. And me and my ex, we really didn't fight a lot, but we fought the whole time throughout that whole experience because he was like figure it out you're either going to go to the bathroom or we're going to get on the flight and, and <laughs> that made it shit yourself to the flight yeah <laughs> and that made it worse and I was like please stop please stop yelling at me I, I don't know what to do and right. um Dillel, I I don't know what happened I think I mentally blacked out I don't know what happened between her saying you're on the wrong side of the airport to getting to that gate but we made it but I think I was in such a feverish sweat and an anxiety ball 
I don't know what happened for those 40. He, he, he got us through. He got us there. And wow. I, holy shit. And then I, and we made it. He said wow. he was, he said he was going to leave me in Mexico. <gasps> He's like, you got a shit. You got a shit that's here. What he, <laughs> that's what he said. Like your he, no, literally. He, he was like, if you don't figure it out, I'm leaving you. And I was like, ah! and that made it. I was like, I'm being broken up right now. It oh was, God. I, he was not, he was joking. I think hopefully, but that's not, he, that's not why he's my ex, but that would be weird if that that's how we broke up. But I, I just want to say that was the worst airport experience in my life. I truly, mm. I truly blacked out, mm. but that's not what happened to her. This, sounds, this is a beautiful story. Okay. And like what happened to me. So, so the following 10 days in Japan were incredibly emotional, cathartic, and honestly so needed. So yes, this was a dramatic breakup fuel trip, but I didn't realize how much I needed to go back to my roots. My fir- first several months in LA were so fueled by new experiences, new people, obviously Jimmy. I had romanticized my life so much. I semi forgot that I always loved this life in this world. And I just needed to be reminded in literally mm. the most dramatic way possible. But hey, I guess that's just me. Wow. I, I think that that is so very true. I think sometimes, at least I know for me, I can connect to that culturally. I get so lost in the world that I'm in that I forget where I've come from or just you know, my own roots, like she said, you know, so I remember even in high school, I was not connected to my culture at all, even though that that was ingrained in me from an early stage. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like in my big Greek wedding where she was ashamed to eat all the Greek food in school and stuff. And I actually hear that a lot where people grow up trying to hide it. And then, Mm -hmm. which is so crazy. Like, how do you hide who you are? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's hard for the parents to watch their kid they probably oh, yeah. fought so hard to get to this country or a country mm-hmm. and then their kids ashamed, but mm-hmm. hopefully parents all over can just understand it's, it's growing up. You want to socialize and be part of a community and hopefully people grow out of it and want to be more attached to their roots. Sure. Yeah. And hopefully people will teach their children not to act like assholes and judge other people. Yeah. Face. Honestly, that's you know? the root. That, that is the <laughs> yeah. root of the root. <laughs> right. Not judge others. Mm-hmm. I know like AB, my husband, every time, which is so weird to say, every time I eat something that he's like, Oh, like that, I don't know. Carrot is like a week old. I'm like, AB, I don't even give a fuck if it is. You do <laughs> not make comment on people's food. If you think it smells, keep that to yourself. You know, like, yeah, I do not want my children to grow up and make fun of other kids the way that I felt, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause it's, cause otherwise it'll be lost in the generations. My family came from Lebanon and oh my God, none of us know Arabic. Yeah. I mean, besides the church that me and Dalal grew up in which is a Greek Orthodox church, but it's full of people from all over the Middle East mm-hmm. and stuff. And your family knows Arabic. Y'all mm-hmm. are very rooted with your Palestinian roots and maybe your Lebanese roots too. But with mine, you can kind of just, yeah, mm-hmm. but that's what I'm saying. There was some, somewhere there was a disconnect and I don't know why, but it just mm-hmm. kind of phased away. And I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. I don't know as much about my ancestors. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're exactly right. I think, I mean, I don't want to get into like all my reasons because it's probably really long, but you know, I think that's definitely part of like colonization and Mm. unfortunately just having to fit in with more of white culture, which there's nothing wrong with white culture. It's just, that's not everybody's culture, you know? And so I shouldn't have to fit into that, all that stuff. But I do think the one thing that I've learned during quarantine is get closer to my grandmother and all the older generation, because unfortunately being in America, we are losing all those stories and the rich culture and history and all of that so quickly. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to hold on to it as much as I can. So I 
can teach that to the next generation and yeah. hopefully continue it. I love that. That's actually another reason I'm doing this podcast is just, I want, I want to interview people whose stories could be lost. Oh my and gosh. So yeah. I have already had my grandma on my grandmother, oh, Lolly. Wow. Yeah. She's been on yes. she's only three episodes and she is a true Southerner and she is the most, just the most wise person. And I want everyone, everyone to experience that. So I would love to have your city on and just, oh, yeah. let's just sit there and listen, mm-hmm. absorb what she has to offer. And that way it's not just a conversation between you and her. It's a conversation mm-hmm. that everyone can hear. Gosh, she has so many stories and there's pain in their stories because mm. you hear how much they love it, how much they've lost and all, all the above. But so many stories. She is actually a storyteller. We come from a family of storytellers, which is why I think sometimes that shows up in me and my family. We just sit around the table yes. and tell stories for yeah. hours. I um, love that. Yeah. So I think, I think the number one thing that I would give to other people is listen to your grandparents' stories. Mm-hmm. write the shit, record it, write it down, do whatever. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to start a podcast. Just sit there, record their voices, record their energy. Cause that's why I never delete voicemails. You can't, oh, yeah. you get, you're not allowed to leave me a voicemail. Cause I'm, it, it's so full. Cause I don't <laughs> delete them. <laughs> Cause yeah. I want to hear people's voices and their energy and how they felt at that time. And so send on your grandmas. If you want, mm-hmm. I want to hear all your grandmas and grandpas and hear their stories. Cause let's not let their stories die within your family. Let's hear it among everyone, you know, especially if they have a cool accent. My grandma has a cool accent. Your grandma has a cool accent. I love that. We could just have a whole grandma series, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> Everyone's like, this podcast is getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. Like 50, grandma, yes. mama, papa. Mama, uh, mama, papa. <laughs> Mimi. It's like all the different faces, like an orange is a new black. Sorry, I had to say yeah. it. Oh <laughs> yeah, send your Mimis and papas to the podcast so I can record them. But yeah, that's what she did. She went back to Japan and she talks about it a lot. This is a friend of mine that wrote in this story. But apparently in Japan, all these ancient towns are disappearing. Because oh, they're not like it's not like UFOs, like it's yeah. a serious epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why isn't this on are. the news? <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. oh my gosh. Okay, so no, they're disappearing because all the trade and all the things that people are interested in, the younger crowd is happening in the cities. No one wants to yeah. farm, no one wants to mm-hmm. yeah, it's just you I don't have to explain what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's a modernized world. So mm-hmm. kids don't want to hang out in their little historic Japanese towns. They want to go to Tokyo, they want to go to Osaka and mm. So there's no one to take care of everyone. There's no one to upkeep the town. So they're truly becoming ghost towns. They're wow. true. And so Meg is inviting me to go to Japan with her this year. And I, totally I, do that. I, I don't even care. I'm putting it on a credit card. I'm going, I'm not going to miss yeah. an opportunity like this. And we're going to go visit all the relatives she has left in these towns. And it's, I don't know. I'm so glad that she went back to her roots and got to see her family. And even though it was a couple years from, back then and my ex-boyfriend did that with Mexico we went and saw his grandma and she just cried and she actually died not that many, many months later so That's it's so sad it's so important to go back and connect your job whatever's going on in your life always put it on hold and just go go back to wherever that is even if your roots are 45 minutes away in another town just go yeah. do that mm-hmm. um, not to preach. I wish yeah 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 and if you have access to your hometown go back because mm-hmm. that is a privilege lots of people don't have that's true. Yeah. That's very, that's very true. But also uh, just to talk about the relationship part of this story, I don't know how you do it with breakups, but mm-hmm. I deal with breakups exactly like this. My first thing I want to do is I got to get the fuck out of here. Mm. It's like, yeah. 
That's how we met, actually. Well, not we didn't meet. Oh, I yeah, knew. yeah. I've so known right. you my whole life, but still, yeah. I remember how in the reconnect. beginning of the story, yeah, reconnected. At the beginning of the story, I was talking about someone I was head over heels over. I was 17. I truly had never dated someone. And I had met this guy at Auburn University that just, he fit everything on my checklist, like of all the things I liked back then. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, I, I felt like I took a drug. It felt like straight dopamine was running through my body 24 seven. And for him, he was four years older, you know, like for him, I'm sure I was just a nice rebound, someone fun Mm -hmm. to hang out with. But for me, I, it was like, I was eating ecstasy every day. Holy shit. Yeah. And so I realized it wasn't going anywhere and for a couple months. And when I broke it off, I actually gave myself pneumonia. I was so heartbroken. Oh my God. Yeah. I was, my immune system was so shot because I was so heartbroken I couldn't stand the idea of being in that small little town. It's truly tiny. I would run into him. I want to emphasize again, I was 17. My brain is just, I don't know. It wasn't as rational. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not even that. If you're in love, your brain isn't rational in no. a lot of ways. Mm-mm. So I think also when you're, it's like, you know, a young love. Mm, my God. You know yeah. But I mean? it's so funny because it wasn't any love. Yeah. But it wasn't for him. That's what sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's how my friend felt with mm-hmm. Jimmy is that, it wasn't reciprocated in that way, but she felt like that dopamine, like that, that, yeah, that drug. Right. So her idea was to go to Japan. For me, I decided to literally leave <laughs> school <laughs> and go. Yeah. I know that sounds so crazy, but I'm actually not ashamed of it because, you know, life happens. And yeah. I decided to go to the University of Alabama. I was like, who do I know there? And I just saw like Delel's Facebook said University of Alabama. And I was like, let me just take a chance. And I'm I so just, glad you did. I, I, a Facebook message you. I was like, hi. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember being like, I don't have a roommate at the very last minute and you needed a roommate. And I didn't know anybody else because all my friends already had roommates. So I was like, well, we're going to take this leap. Yeah. I was nervous. I was nervous too. I was nervous about everything. I just, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You know what I thought of? But the first time we started hanging out, we went to Sir and West, one of our like favorite places to eat. And I got back and there was like a bug on me. And I freaked out and jumped from the stairs, from like the fifth stair to the floor, y'all. But I hit a pole on the way down, like smacked into the pole. My head hit it. My shit, my, my stuff, yes. everyone a picture of me. I'm like covered in. Yes, wait, wait, wait. Yes, oh she literally hit her face on a pole. And then, yeah, it's just like Thai curry all over the place. Yeah, your roommates and Lil became my soulmate and my best friend. And just, you said, you're like, thank you. I accept I'm the like, word. thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that is me. Thank you. And yeah. So sometimes you got to do that. And for her, it turns into a great travel trip. For me, I moved colleges and met my two best friends, you and another Meg. And she was also my soulmate. So you never know what happens. Every choice you make, there's always going to be good that comes with it. So definitely. I mean, I don't know. Do you deal with breakups like that? I wish I did. I never had the guts to break up with anyone, even when I knew it was going south. And I think Mm -hmm. that's just a whole lot of other things we could get into, but I feel like when I finally did break up, I should have given myself time to process that breakup. But instead I tend to do the thing where it's like avoid by dealing with other things in the same town or by not dealing with it. Okay. You just get busy. Thank you. Let me fill my time up. Yes, exactly. Uh I wish I could go back and break up with every single person that ever (laughs) hurt me, you know? Yeah. I actually the different, I'm the minute I send some things up, I'm like, yo, we're not dating anymore. I kind of jumped the gun. I've never been broken up with. I just don't want to be broken up with. I want to break up with you. 
Oh, see, I was the type that was like, just do it because I don't have the guts to. And that's oh. awful. Honestly, there's every single inch of a breakup is awful. No matter yeah. if you're the one breaking up or vice versa. When I broke up with my ex, it was this is the most healthy breakup I've ever had. I didn't, I don't talk to him at all. I stayed in my town or city. Mm -hmm. I don't, LA is not a town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I stayed in my city, but I think it's okay because LA is so big and yeah. I have lots of activities and friends. This is way healthier than whatever happened last time. If you want to jump to, on a plane in Japan, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. however, whatever works for you. Yeah, very true. Whatever works for you. But yeah, that was our travel stories for today. And we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed it. Yay! Clap, clap, So, I mean, this is this kind of stuff we want. The way to send in your travel stories is just the best way is you can DM the Instagram at Culture Cult Show or you can email it in culturecultshow at gmail.com. And yeah, so what do you think, Delo? Yeah, I had so much fun. If you have requests to hear me again, I'm like, just tell Marie. And we'll <laughs> back on. No, I actually, I do want to do that. If there's someone, if there's a certain guest, you're like, oh my God, we got to, we got to have her back on. Like, <laughs> definitely DM me, but yeah, thank you for coming on. And thank you for I just want to also emphasize that it's important to rate, review, spread the word, especially on Apple Podcasts because, you know, they're the king of this and it really helps get the podcast known. Follow the Instagram to participate in fun polls and you also get to vote on the next countries we feature for the next season. Ooh. So it's very active. It's very proactive. It's mm -hmm. very all around. I also want to say check out our upcoming episode. We're venturing out into our last country, which is Greece. So Ooh. yeah, so it's a, we're doing a lot on Greece. There's going to be mythological stories, bloody Spartan history. And we're ending the final episode on the, of the season with a scandalous and possible double homicide of Greek aristocrat Tina Lovanos and her sister, Eugenia. Wow. It's a crazy, crazy story. That's not told. There's not even documentaries on of it on YouTube. It's just a wild story I came across. I can't wait to hear. I know. I know. So we'll have to love back on, but yes, thank you for joining me and thank we you. will see y'all next time. See you next time.